It's here in the city. It's here in the city. This is here in the city. This is here in the city. I'm Sarah Harris. I'm Sarah Harris. New message. Truth should be truth. But then it depends on, in the telling, whose truth is it. We're here most Tuesdays, bringing you radio realities from the urban landscape and mapping the city with voices of creative social change in and around Los Angeles. On Pacifica Radio, powered by the people, thanks to the generous support of you, our listeners, the capable crew at KPFK, the innovators of web-based radio at SoundCloud, news you might have missed at newsdesk.org, and the community-funded reporting project, Spot Us. You can find us on the web at here in the city. That's H-E-A-R in the city.org. Good afternoon, KPFK listeners, and to those of you listening to our show on the web. Today is Tuesday, July 12, 2011. This week on Here in the City, we observe the 30th anniversary of the iconic Chicano film, Zoot Suit. City's cracking down on pachucos, carnal. Don't you read the newspaper? First, in the news, thinking about a trip to Santa Catalina Island this summer? Think again. The Los Angeles Times reported this weekend that a Natural Resources Defense Council report on the 10 most chronically polluted beaches nationwide included Avalon Beach on Catalina, near the top of the list of offenders. Why? Although Catalina has invested $3.5 million in sewer renovation, they do flush the sewers and drains with seawater that has drastically corroded the old pipes and sends raw sewage into Avalon Bay. It would take tens of millions of dollars to overhaul and achieve a healthy system. The city is investing $5 million to address the problem, but health researchers say that is not enough to fix the years of built-up waste on the beaches and in the bay. And in national news, 14 states, from Florida to Arizona, are suffering severe drought conditions this season. In Texas last month, the United States Department of Agriculture named 213 counties natural disaster areas. And in Arizona, ranchers have been forced to sell cattle because there is no food or water to give to the animals. The New York Times reports that Oklahoma has had only 28 percent of usual summer rainfall and $62 million in crop insurance payouts have been provided to farmers by the federal government. Climatologists are blaming the weather pattern called La Nina, a cooling of Pacific waters that shuts off moisture in the south, for the shift in the weather, which comes on the heels, as we know, of tornadoes and floods across the eastern U.S. Last month, on a Wednesday night at 8, the Million Dollar Theater on Broadway in downtown Los Angeles was packed with Latino intelligentsia families, and patrons of the arts for the 30th anniversary screening of a now-classic film called Zoot Suit. The 1981 film is the extension of a play written by Luis Valdez, which made it to Broadway in 1978. 
Valdez is the son of migrant Mexican farm workers, a graduate of San Jose State College, and the founder of Teatro Campesino, which he developed while an active member of Cesar Chavez's United Farm Workers Movement. Valdez enjoyed round applause on the stage of the Million Dollar as he introduced the film. I remember an event that happened, an incident actually, when uh, we were at the Taper as a play and at the Aquarius, and then uh, we were on our way to New York uh, to open up on Broadway, and I ran into someone, a Chicano, and he says, uh, Hey man, I hear you're going to Broadway. And I said, yeah, well congratulations, where are you going to be, the Million Dollar Theater? <laughs> taken over 30 years, but here we are. We finally made it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we made it. But it's great. Uh, it is. Uh, the 30 years is a significant period of time, uh, but it does uh, put together uh, a lot of experiences. Uh, in some ways, it refers to the film, again, the idea of passing on a legacy. When we did Zoot Zoot, uh, in 78, as a play, it had been uh, 35 years, more or less, 35, 36 years since the events that inspired the play, the Sleepy Lagoon case, the Zuchu riots, and now here we are, amazingly, 30 years down the road, and uh, certain things have changed a lot, and certain things have not changed. And the real problem is that the people that inhabit our prisons, of course, are African Americans and Latinos. It's become a cottage industry to incarcerate our people, and that has to be Stop. You know what I mean? Uh, but the play talks about an event that was very important, inspired so many things in so many ways. I want to say that uh, you should know that uh, the film uh, came out as a way to tour the play. That was a conscious choice on our part, is to film it, film the play. My original concept for the film was a $20 million concept, I tried to shop it around. The producers say you're never gonna get it made, you know? Uh, but the thing is, before Tim Burton came along with Batman, I had the pachuco up on the towers, man. I had him looking down. <laughs> he would have been the new Batman, you know? Uh, but it was, it was not to be. But the second choice was in some ways so much better because we got to preserve the play and we got to pass it on as a torch to the next generation if they could see this wonderful cast, this incredible cast. The cast of the film includes longtime television actor Rosa Portillo and Academy Award-nominated Edward James Olmos. The actors shared the stage with writer-director Luis Valdez to honor the anniversary of his play-turned-film, Zoot Suit. Ms. Portillo describes the significance of presenting the play on Broadway Avenue in Los Angeles and of having been part of the Broadway cast in New York back in 1978. Broadway was an amazing experience and a, quite a journey for this group of Chicanos to step on stage on that in that particular system, uh, which was not... Um, uh, their arms were not completely open to us. So it was a huge learning experience, shall we say, on so many levels. Um, you know, about art, about the business, about racism, about sexism, about the whole thing it was all wrapped into one. And also pride. Um, but here, on the, on the streets where it all happened, 
And in this place that is personal to me, the million dollar, where my abuelita brought me as a, as a child, and we would, she would just, I didn't know what was going on. She would grab my hand and I knew that she was making chicken sandwiches with mayonnaise. And suddenly we were at the bus stop and, and my, <laughs> because the, the show was starting on this stage, there was a vaudeville show first, and then the little sandwich would come out, and entonces, <gasps> Maria Feli. <laughs> The 1981 film takes the 1978 play and puts it to cinema, shot on stage with a live audience. It has become a classic, although, as Luis Valdez points out, it was made on a shoestring budget. We had a very small budget, you must know. It was $1.2 million at Universal Studios. Even in, in 1980 and 81, that was not a hell of a lot of money. And then they gave us 13 days to shoot it. Yeah, and so, and so it was baptism by fire in every way, but as Eddie said, okay, we have 13 days to shoot it, but we've been rehearsing for two years, you know, <laughs> and, and that was a good point. But the fact is that sometimes, you know, a negative can become a positive. I've always believed you can turn a negative, any negative, into a positive, and what happened to us is that this, this very limited schedule and very limited means sort of enhanced the, the challenge, you know, to come up with something that would make it work. And so uh, the style of the play, it's a very stylized movie. Some people liked it when it came out, some people didn't. But it has lasted, it has uh, endured, because it is its own thing. And in some ways it's a, it's a blast from the past, but it also touches the future. It, like the movies of the 40s, it was shot on, on a soundstage. It was shot at the Aquarius, but it was shot within scenery. So it has that element of the 1940s. It has music, and so it's both a musical and a documentary. It's both a musical and a political story, a piece of history. So all of these are elements that I think have kept the film alive for those audiences that weren't uh, born yet before the play came along. And it's also a piece of Chicano history, which had never been recorded in any way. Zoot Suit deals with an isolated incident in the backwoods of Los Angeles in the 1940s. During the Second World War, at the height of anti-Mexican sentiment in the city, a group of pachucos were accused of murder based on hearsay testimony at a trial downtown. Pachucos were young, working-class men and women who would dress lavishly, guys tricked out in high-waisted pants, watch chains, big-rimmed hats, and girls in short skirts with red-red lipstick and perfectly coiffed hair. They were often maligned in the mainstream culture as troublemakers. Pachuco eventually became synonymous with Mexican youth. In Zoot Suit, Luis Valdez creates a musical that is also a documentary portrayal of anti-immigrant sentiment in the press and in the criminal justice system. In this sense, Zoot Suit had a universal appeal as Luis Valdez recognizes, only after the period piece has had time to age. Uh, uh, this is a piece of Los Angeles history that speaks to the world because it's about cultural fusion, it's about political confrontation, and it is about the future. And so that, that future is, is still unrolling. Uh, the play is now touring Mexico City. It was being presented by the Compañía Nacional de, de México in Español. I directed it with the Compañía last year. It was the best play of the year of 2010 in Mexico, and now it's on its way to Colombia in Espanol, okay? Yeah. So, great. 
Uh, with that, I'm telling you that this piece of the past has been transferred to the future thanks to the brilliant talents of the cast, the members, Rose Portillo, Eddie Olmos, my brother Daniel Valdez, who was also our musical director, the incomparable Lalo Guerrero, and his numbers, you know, yeah, in this song, and uh, the, all the talents, you know, the David Myers, the cinematographer, and uh, Gordon Davidson of the Marquee Perform, all the people that contributed to make this play a reality and finally a movie. I thank them from the bottom of my heart the way I thank the Cinemateca and the LA Conservancy. Terrific. Thank you, Ms. Valdez. After the break, we'll be back with more memories from the director and the cast of Zoot Suit at the 30th anniversary screening and the panel discussion at the Million Dollar Theater. You're listening to Here in the City. I'm Sarah Harris. It was a secret fantasy for Vivato, living in or out of the Pachucada, to put on the Zoot Suit and play the men. Mascucote. Que la chingada. Pues órale. Put on a zoot suit. Make you feel real rude. Look like a diamond. Bumble and shine. Ready for dancing, ready for the boogie tonight. On the neck of the collar with that great shake. Of all the microphones now in LA. The weasels in the papa doors of Bill King. On the dance floor, the bones on the bylines swing. You better be the hit tonight. And we're on a suit, suit. This is what it's going to be. You are listening to Here in the City on KPFK 90.7 FM in Los Angeles. 98.7 FM in Santa Barbara. 93.7 FM in San Diego. And 99.5 FM in Ridgecrest and China Lake. An archive and a podcast of our shows is at Here in the City. That's H-E-A-R in the city dot org. And at kpfk.org, you can like us on Facebook. If you like. And visit us at our website, hereinthecity.org. And follow us on Twitter. (whistles) 
On today's show, the ornate and historic Million Dollar Theater is where we are visiting for the 30th anniversary screening of the film Zoot Suit, courtesy of the Latin American Cinemateca of Los Angeles. Edward James Olmos was nominated for an Academy Award in 1989 for his portrayal of East L.A. high school mathematics teacher Jaime Escalante in the film Stand and Deliver. A decade earlier, Olmos made his breakthrough as a serious actor when he portrayed El Pachuco the ephemeral veterano ghost character who is a too-cool, philosophical, dressed-to-the-nines zoot suitor that accompanies the protagonist of the play and the Hollywood film. What the hell's going on, is it? City's cracking down on pachucos, carnal. Don't you read the newspaper? Death awakens, sleepy lagoon. The cops ain't got nothing on me, and you know it. You're Henry Reyna, Colonel. Hank Reyna. The Zoot Suitor. The bitter young Pachuco gang leader from 38th Street. That's what they got on you, eh? They can't do this to me. In this scene, El Pachuco sits on the shoulder of Henry Reyna, the young and innocent Chicano tough who gets caught up in a web of weekend revelry gone awry and institutional racism on the eve of his enlisting to join the U.S. Navy in World War II. They can't lock me up! Montes, Montes, chicas, Haven't I taught you to survive? Salamari want a dream, look off. And I was supposed to report to the Navy tomorrow. We pop by the sailor man. Huh? On stage at the Million Dollar Theater, Edward James Olmos, himself practically an institution now, takes the audience back to 1978 when the play debuted on Broadway in New York. Uh, people can call it what they want to call it. They can call it a movie, they can call it whatever, but it documents the behavior and the understanding of a subculture that had never had a voice. And when we did the play, it was incredible. It was a, a moment in time that uh, changed the course of every single human being that saw it. Whether they were Chicano or not, whether they were Latino or not, it had no, didn't matter. What, what he had done was presented um, our history, our history being inclusive of all that was going on in Los Angeles and what it meant to the world as a perspective. And uh, we touched, what I remember the most extraordinary thing that happened to us was that two plane loads of the Moscow Regional Theater, the full theater, came in two different airplane loads at two different times to see the play. Um, five kabuki families from Japan, different kabuki families from Japan, flew in to see the play. Um, the Kahali Indian Theater came to see the play. And finally, I'll never forget the day that the entire, entire Royal Shakespearean Company flew to Los Angeles to see the play. I remember walking into the green room. We were at the, we were at the Aquarius Theater, and I walked out of the green room, 
And there was like these tower people dressed all in tuxedos and very elegant. And they were all standing there and they were all like, I mean, just masterfully beautiful people, men and women, all, I mean, they were dressed for theater, you know, totally. And they opened up, when, when I came walking up, they were standing, they turned around, they looked, and then they opened up, and as they opened up, Sir Sebastian, who was the head of the Royal Shakespearean Company, with his long white hair and his tuxedo and everything, comes out, and he looks at me and says, you created a character. <laughs> Get a load of this, get a load of this. That could walk on to a Shakespearean stage. And the only American theater piece that's ever been able to do that. That's what you gave theater. That's what you gave theater. Luis Valdez explained that the characters that populate Zoot Suit are meshes of real people drawn from the court case, the neighborhood, and the actor's own experiences. Rose Portillo says that was a unique quality in a director, someone who left room for the actors to interpret their roles. Luis was uh, wonderful about listening to his actors, and, and really, um, it, was, it felt so collaborative to work with you, and it was my first experience of that, working with an idol and, and someone who listened. Um, I... I, I I don't know. She, you have those moments, and she just, I fell in love with her, and, and she allowed me to play her, and, and we collaborated on bringing her to life. Um, and I'm, I think, uh, like the other characters, she was a composite of, of, of many of the Chicanas and many of the girlfriends that, that Hank Levas had, right, who inspired Hanky and Reina. Yeah. Uh, they were very central to the case, instrumental to the case, and... Uh, uh, Dora Barrios, uh, Lorena Encinas, these are two young women that were also sent to jail uh, during their pachucas, uh, or they were called pachucas, they were family girls really, but they were called pachucas uh, in the period, and so they, they also suffered the sting of the case. And, and I think that, uh, I mean, that needs to be acknowledged. Dela, the character, is a composite. Berta, also, that's the other girlfriend. She, she's a composite, and uh, it was just, uh, you know, again, that was part of the transformation we had to, you know, in the alchemy, they used to turn lead into gold. We had to turn this heavy historical material into, into a movie or a play and, and make it entertaining. That's part of the artistic process. Cannot be done without the collaboration of artists. And I've always believed that a director is there to collaborate and, and not, to, not to rule from above, you know. And so uh, that's the Teatro Campesino. That's my experience. It was great collaborating with Eddie, creating Pachuco, great collaborating with Rosa, great collaborating with my brother, Daniel Valdez, who did an astounding job to bring Hank back to life. He's on the screen. Edward James almost fell into the role of El Pachuco almost by accident, but he describes it as a role that consumed him entirely for its closeness to his own experience growing up in East L.A. in the 1950s. Uh, Luis, when I, very first time I read the sign, I was outside and there was about 300 guys out there. And we were, I was looking and I said, and it was written, que le guacha a mis trapos, estas garras me las plante. And I'm looking and I this is so old. This is like, I used to hear this when I was like on first in Indiana. You know, the guys in, on, right there on the corner, right by the, by the cemetery, Evergreen Cemetery, would be, 
pues. Pachucos, no Pachucos. And I remember, I go, man, these guys are like the guys I used to walk by. They, they left us alone. They didn't bother us. You know, we were little squinkers. We were just little kids on the block. And they, but they were there, and they, you know, they were just, <laughs> you know, and I said, wow, man, I guess maybe. I, and then, then, but what I kept on reading, and I had done theater since, by this time, 14 straight years. 14 straight years I had done theater. Okay, so by the time I reached here, and the year was 1978, and, and I came in to do another play, and all of a sudden something caught me from a long distance away, and they said, hey, you, you, you look like you could be in this play. You want to be in a play? And I said, uh, you, what are you talking about? Do you or don't you? Yes. Of course. of course I do. What's the play? Zutsu. What is Zutsu? Do you here? You'll be here tomorrow. And I said, fine, I'll be here. At the 30th anniversary screening of Zutsu, both Eddie Olmos and Luis Valdez agreed they would perhaps have liked to see the play tour at the migrant farm camps of California where Valdez was born before it opened on Broadway. Happy The cast and director of Zoot Suit sang a quick, out-of-tune happy birthday to the film. And with that, the lights went down, the curtain rose, and the film began, to more applause from the noticeably Chicano and Latino audience at the Historic Theater on Broadway in Los Angeles, where the greats of Mexican cinema have made their U.S. debuts throughout history. That's it for Here in the City today. Many thanks to Jorge Hernandez at Jorge 23 Films and to Michael Diaz at the Latin American Cinemateca of Los Angeles for allowing us to broadcast parts of the Zoot Suit panel discussion. We'll be back next week with more radio realities from the urban landscape when we spend some time shopping in Los Angeles. Until then, visit us on the web at hereinthecity.org. That's H-E-A-R in the city.org. Special thanks to Jesse Lerner, Luis Sierra Campos, Tandisizwe Shimurenga, Daniela Gerson, Sabiha Khan, Albert Chacon, Rachel Salmon, Will Coley, Holly Harper, Karen Ness, and to you, our listeners. We will be back next week with more radio realities from the urban landscape. Until then, you can find us on the web at Here in the City. That's H-E-A-R in the city dot org. I'm Sarah Harris. Signing off. To yapping on. When you go in and out, may you have peace and level and safe. Yes. Be safe. Peace. Peace.